Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack. In a landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortions. In remembrance of the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, today Andrew continues his interview with Marjorie Dannenfelser, a courageous political ally in the fight for life. A little over 2,000 children die every day. In this hour, 105 children have died. Wow. And now, here's Andrew. So we said this earlier in the week, but Marjorie, you started the Susan B. Anthony list, right? Yes. And she has, I think, 600,000 people who are a part of that. Mm-hmm. Would you please explain more about what you're doing and what your goals are and how people can get involved? Because we've, we've got a lot of people that might want to be a part of this. Well, thank you. We really want you to join. Um, we. Um, we, our goal is to end abortion by, by electing national leaders and coming alongside them to pass legislation. We have a special emphasis on promoting women running for public office. Um, that's a special call. That's why we're called Susan B. Anthony List. Um, but we, no matter whether you're interested in working in elections, legislation, or in the care side of the, of the movement, there is something for you. Um, there is something for everyone. So uh, getting involved right now is the right moment. If you've never been involved or you really want to just ramp up um, uh, that call that you have to really and answer the call to life. So we'll put your stuff on the Thank screen, you. but you mm-hmm. tell them, how do they contact Yeah, you, the, the best way is frankly, just Google Susan B. Anthony List. If there's only one, it'll come up and contact us through that. Um, that's, the, that's the quickest way and we'll make sure we get you whatever you and need. And your and website is sba-list.org. Okay. You said you've got 600,000 people that have signed up. What, what do they do? A variety what of things. They either give money, they, um, they are citizen lobbyists, um, they go door to door during elections, um, they call their members of Congress to make sure that they know exactly what, they, what their views are on, on the bill that happens to be coming up, whether it's a, a defund Planned Parenthood or a late-term abortion ban or a heartbeat bill or whatever that, that might be. Um, whatever the needs of the moment in the movement, then th- those are th- those will be very obvious. Um, but always prayer. We um, have laced this. We laced our whole Kavanaugh. Um, we were very much involved in the lobbying of senators to vote for Kavanaugh, and we really laced prayer into every bit of that. And I give that um, the central credit for having having prevailed in that moment. And the prayer that Roe versus Wade be overturned is a, it should be top of our hearts every single day. So that prayer piece of it is vital. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. So where do you, let me ask you this, if Roe versus Wade was to get overturned, is this going to end the Susan B. Anthony list? <laughs> no, this is the second wave of the pro-life movement. This is the reinventing the new beginning of the pro-life movement and a happier warrior everyone should be because it'll be about um, uh, the work of truly establishing laws that will save lives, and then making sure that women are taken care of in areas where they they really need help. It's really the beginning. It's exciting. Now, don't get weary. <laughs> I would say to anybody, not any, don't get weary, because this is the exciting part. This is the part where we actually get to uh, harvest the fruits. You know, we did a Truth and Liberty broadcast with you last night. Of course, mm-hmm. this is airing a lot later, but you showed a little clip 
-hmm. about your recent uh, banquet. What That's was, right. What was that about? Well, the president came to speak. Um, I was, uh, I and the Susan B. Anthony list were very much a part of his victory um, in the presidency. And we worked very hard with people going door to door uh, in the battleground states. He just gave um, a beautiful speech after Steve Scalise and Kathy Ireland. He gave a beautiful speech. Um, you can actually look at that clip on our website. It's one of I'll my tell you favorite what, let's things. Let's play that clip. Oh, let's Will do. We do that. I won't even describe it. Let's play All it. All right, so let's watch this clip. Welcome. We are so excited to be here on this historic evening to celebrate our pro-life victories. If the unborn is not a human being, no justification is necessary. If, however, the unborn is a human being, no justification is adequate. With abortion, the sole intent is to kill. Every child is wanted. I came tonight to tell Marjorie Dannenfelser and so many others in this room, thank you for having courage when people told you, you can't, you shouldn't, and it's never going to work. Thank you so much for standing for life. I just want to come here to thank all of you for what you're doing to support Susan B. Anthony. It's a battle, and we are here to stand up for life. Ladies and gentlemen, guess who's coming for dinner tonight? His presence here marks a historic moment in the tender project of protecting boys and girls waiting to be born and embracing their mothers. He is the most pro-life president in history. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. When I ran for office, I pledged to stand for life. And as president, that's exactly what I've done. We know that every life has meaning and that every life is totally worth protecting. I want to just end by thanking the Susan B. Anthony List. It's a great honor for me to be here tonight. This November, vote for family. Vote for love. Vote for faith and values and vote for life. Man, that's great, Marjorie. That's awesome. You know, and it just blesses me that the president and vice president are friends of yours and that you are associated with them. I mean, God has promoted you to the highest level. Well, with God's grace, it's a true friendship. It really is. And it's based on our our heartfelt beliefs that this is something that has got to end. What I love about the president is he is very direct. It's wrong. We're not going to do it. You saw him in that last debate mm -hmm. with Hillary Clinton mm -hmm. where he said, described the horror of an abortion. The whole country finally heard that on the presidential debate level. And then he turned to her and said, you might think that's okay, but I don't think that's okay. And he even pointed to the camera and said, and if you think that's okay, I still don't think that's okay. That's awesome. And we're still going to stop it. And the vice president is very different. He's, um, he is very direct as well, but he is the, he is such a, an effective,
effective lobbyist when it comes to communicating the position of the of the presidency and the White House to the Congress. Nobody better than he. So you've got to know both of these very men. well. Thanks be to God. And uh, uh, Pence's beginning of his and Karen when they first got into politics, it was because of this. They sat the children down showed pictures of what an abortion was and said, the beautiful pictures from the Life magazine, and said, I'm running for Congress and this is why. It's gonna be hard for us, but I want you to know why we're doing it. So that was his motivation for yeah, getting in politics? One. Oh, I didn't know Isn't that. Isn't that amazing? And so look what God has done with that. And look what God has done with this, all of us imperfect people, including the president. Amen. Who people seem to highlight how imperfect he is quite and a lot. You know, <laughs> I think that in 2016, we might have had the most godly uh, people running for president on the Republican side yes. that we've ever had. So we true. had outspoken Christians, people who were committed Christians. You know, we just had Mike Huckabee with us, mm -hmm. and we had a great pool, but uh, I don't think any of them would have had the stamina that Trump has had. Plus, a second thing that is really important, if, say for instance, Governor Huckabee would have been elected president, and if he started doing this, they would all be screaming, he was a preacher, mm -hmm. this is religious, mm -hmm. uh, separation of church and state. Nobody is accusing Trump of being <laughs> religious. <laughs> no one is accusing him of that. He <laughs> acts more like a religious person, though, than most religious people. He's done more good for yes. the Christian community <laughs> than any president that I've ever There's seen. There's no question. Um, he just, uh, he, he tells it like it is. And uh, I remember I had, I had dinner with him not long after the election and, uh, and uh, about five or six other people who had been involved in the election. And he said, uh, you know, I don't really understand. I, every time I talk to uh, Lisa Murkowski or, or uh, Collins from Maine and I, bring, and, uh, and I bring up Planned Parenthood, they don't say anything. Why do you think that is? I said, because you have been so clear about how you stand on this, there's no point in them wasting their words. Mm -hmm. He knew what I was gonna say. <laughs> but, I, but he loves the clarity of the presidency. So how do you think he's gonna stand if uh, this issue comes up about Roe versus Wade? Do you think he's really committed he will stand? I believe he's committed line? and I believe that um, we don't want him to get caught off guard because, it, and it is easy to get caught off guard on Roe versus Wade because there hasn't been a whole lot of conversation about the implications of it. Um, this show is one of the reasons why I take great hope that there will be more great conversation. Um, Without question, he will stand by it. But a couple of times he said, oh, well, I, he, he, was, he made a confusing comment about Roe versus Wade that we're gonna make sure that will get cleared up because I have no doubt that he wants the consequences of, even during the election, he said, the in, in that debate, he said the consequence of Roe versus Wade well, um, my, my being the president and a Supreme Court that is good will be that Roe versus Wade is overturned. He's already predicted this to be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just a little friendship and making sure that the communications there are important. Um, uh, they always do such a beautiful job, but I think that moment or that time period is gonna be so important um, to not, to, to make sure that we're providing a soft landing as much as possible um, for, for the country rather than um, fear. You know, I don't know how it happened, but it seems like that the liberals have taken the higher ground on a number of issues, and they are outspoken about 
uh, abortion, they are for it. They don't make any bones. And right. if you are against abortion, they ridicule you and trash you. Mm -hmm. But the people who support life are apologetic and feel <laughs> like that uh, we're afraid to bring it up and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I think that's one reason President Trump got in, because he, he is just like you said, he doesn't care. He is unmoving. I actually unbending. had lunch with a guy who had had lunch with the president the day before. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, so does President Trump, is he bothered by all of this criticism and stuff? And he said he likes it. He, he feeds he on, it. on it. He eats it for breakfast. I he just, loves it. I can't even relate to that. <laughs> I've been, I've had a lot of bad things done about me. I've been kidnapped and threatened to be killed and I've had mm. some bad things happen, but I, I don't think I would stand up to the persecution the way President Trump We're has. all called to our particular persecution, <laughs> right? He seems We've to all thrive got our thing. on it. He, he really does. And I does. think that he tweets and says things that he knows is going to provoke people, and he oh, yeah. uses it to his advantage. He'll take their attention away from mm -hmm. this over here and get them over here fighting over some little tweet that he's got. I know. People talk about him like he's guileless, like he doesn't know what he's stumbling into. Like he's smart no. as a fox. He's smart as a fox. There's no question about it. He knows what he's That's doing. That's awesome. So I want to talk to the people that have had abortions or who have been favorable to it, and yet You've loved me and you've loved my teaching and you wished I'd get back on the Word. I am on the Word. This is a critical issue. And I tell you, if, you know, Jesus said that it would be better to take a millstone and put it around a person's neck and to throw them into the depths of the sea than that they should offend one of these little ones. Mm -hmm. He was talking about little children. And if that's true of just little children, it's true of the unborn. And I am a grace preacher, and I'm not big into condemning people and motivating people through negative motivation. But I tell you, brothers and sisters, we are accountable. Now, I'm not accountable for a woman who goes out here and does things and has an abortion, but I'm accountable to stand up and at least speak the truth. And that's what Marjorie and I are doing. And we're sharing the truth with you. And you may not like this, and you may think, well, boy, you've gotten away from Christianity and have gone to preaching politics. How in the world can saving the life of an unborn child in their mother's womb be politics? That's wrong that people have relegated this to the secular realm, and that's the reason we're in this mess. That's right. Is because we haven't stood up. So uh, I just want to encourage you. I know that there are some of you that you, you've uh, felt like we shouldn't be even speaking about these things, but I think we should. And I'm glad to have you, Marjorie. I'm glad for what you're doing. Appreciate everything you're doing. It's making a difference. It's been the blessing of my life and for my family too. What awesome. A, I can't believe I'm in, I'm here with you. You're you know I'm a, I'm a big fan. Are you? I am a big. Had you, we never met each other until well, just yesterday. It's about time we did. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. Let's pray mm -hmm. for people because I know that I've stirred up a lot of things. This is a hot issue, and there's some good people on the other side of the issue that for whatever reason, you just haven't thought through what's happening or, you know, you've been influenced by things. I was witnessing to a woman one time and, and uh, what I was saying was violating her uh, Methodist background. And she says, I was born a Methodist and I'm going to die a Methodist. And I told her, lady, you're already dead and don't know it. You know, the Bible says traditions and doctrines of men make the word of none effect. I was talking to another lady one time. I was painting her house. This is back in the beginning of my ministry. And uh, I was witnessing to her, and she was a Baptist lady. And, and after a few days of painting her house, she says, why did you ever leave the Baptist church? 
SAYS, WE NEED GOOD YOUNG MEN LIKE YOU IN THE BAPTIST CHURCH. AND I SAID, WELL, I RECEIVED THE BAPTISM OF THE HOLY SPIRIT, AND THEY KICKED ME OUT. THEY ASKED ME TO LEAVE. AND SHE SAYS, ARE YOU TALKING ABOUT SPEAKING IN TONGUES? AND I SAID, WELL, THAT'S PART OF IT. I SPEAK IN TONGUES. BUT I SAID, THAT'S NOT ALL THERE IS TO THE BAPTISM. <laughs> AND THIS WOMAN SAYS, THAT KICKED YOU OUT OF MY BAPTIST CHURCH, TOO. AND I SAID, HOW CAN YOU SAY THAT? AND I TURNED OVER TO THE SCRIPTURES AND SAYS, FORBID NOT TO SPEAK IN TONGUES. AND SHE JUST LOOKED AT ME SERIOUS AS ART OF THINGS. SHE SAYS, THERE'S LOTS OF THINGS IN THE BIBLE THAT WE DON'T BELIEVE. And once she said that, it's well, like... that makes it clear. How do you talk to it? So anyway, I'm saying that I know that there are people that your tradition and um, has told you that not to take a stand on this, but Marjorie and I are doing everything in our power to tell you that this is a godly thing. If Jesus was here on this earth, I guarantee you He would speak out about this. He would stand. He called the scribes and the Pharisees hypocrites. He called Herod a fox. He made a cat of nine tails and drove the money changers out of the temple. This is the same one that says, turn the other cheek. There is a time to turn the other cheek, but there is a time to hate evil. It says the beginning of wisdom is to hate evil, and we have to hate evil. It also says in Romans 12, 9, that you have to abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. And I tell you, our... CHRISTIANS TODAY HAVE BEEN LULLED INTO SILENCE, AND WE'VE GOT TO STOP IT. SO THIS IS WHAT MARJORIE AND I HAVE BEEN DOING, BUT WE WANT YOU TO KNOW THAT WE LOVE YOU. THAT'S RIGHT. AND I JUST WANT TO PRAY FOR YOU. AND ALSO, I'M GOING TO PRAY A SHORT PRAYER, BUT WE HAVE PEOPLE STANDING BY at OUR PHONES RIGHT NOW. WE'VE GOT DOZENS OF THEM. WE'VE GOT PEOPLE ALL OVER THE WORLD. WHEREVER YOU'RE WATCHING THIS BROADCAST, YOU CAN CALL. AND, um, YOU KNOW, THIS ISN'T ONLY A U.S. ISSUE. THIS IS AN ISSUE ABOUT LIFE, AND IT'S HAPPENING ALL AROUND THE WORLD. AND uh, WE WANT YOU TO TAKE A STAND AND TO START MAKING A DIFFERENCE. AND IF THIS CAN HAPPEN IN THE U.S., IT CAN HAPPEN ANYWHERE ON THIS PLANET. SO FATHER MARJORIE AND I JUST AGREE RIGHT NOW, AND WE PRAY FOR PEOPLE. WE PRAY FOR WOMEN THAT HAVE HAD ABORTIONS. WE PRAY FOR THOSE THAT ARE MAYBE SYMPATHETIC TO ABORTIONS AND THEY JUST HAVEN'T TAKEN A STAND. WE PRAY FOR THOSE WHO HAVE CHILDREN AND RELATIVES THAT HAVE HAD AN ABORTION AND ARE DEALING WITH THE GRIEF OF IT. FATHER, I JUST PRAY FOR ALL OF THESE PEOPLE. AND I PRAY, FIRST OF ALL, THAT YOU WOULD MINISTER TO THEM, THAT YOU WOULD SHOW THEM FORGIVENESS, AND THAT YOU WOULD LET THEM KNOW THAT, FATHER, THERE IS NO CONDEMNATION, THAT THE BLOOD OF JESUS HAS COVERED ALL OF THESE SINS, THAT THEY CAN RECEIVE FORGIVENESS. BUT, FATHER, I ALSO PRAY THAT YOU GIVE THEM CONVICTION, THAT THEY WOULD STAND FOR WHAT IS RIGHT, AND THAT THEY WOULD START MAKING A DIFFERENCE. THEY WOULD INFLUENCE THEIR FAMILY, THEIR PEOPLE, THEIR CHURCH, yes. THE PEOPLE in, AT WORK, THAT, FATHER, THEY WOULD GET INVOLVED IN THE SUSAN B. ANTHONY LIST AND THAT THEY WOULD JOIN UP WITH THEM. FATHER, I JUST PRAY THAT THESE PROGRAMS ARE MOTIVATING PEOPLE TO DO SOMETHING ABOUT THIS. AND SO, FATHER, MARJORIE AND I JUST PRAY, AND I PRAY FOR MARJORIE THAT, FATHER, YOU GIVE HER PROTECTION AND THAT YOU GIVE HER FAMILY PROTECTION AND THAT, FATHER, YOU REWARD THEM IN THIS LIFE FOR WHAT THEY'VE BEEN DOING, NOT JUST IN THE ONE TO COME, BUT, FATHER, THAT, that WE WOULD SEE THE THINGS THAT WE'VE BEEN PRAYING FOR FOR ALL OF THESE DECADES COME TO PASS. FATHER, I JUST PRAY FOR HER. I PRAY FOR ALL OF THE PEOPLE INVOLVED IN THIS ORGANIZATION, ALL OF THE PEOPLE THAT ARE OUT KNOCKING ON DOORS. AND FATHER, I PRAY THAT PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM WILL GO TO THEIR WEBSITE, SUPPORT THEM, BECOME A PART OF WHAT THEY'RE DOING. AND WE THANK YOU AND PRAISE YOU, FATHER. I BELIEVE THAT WE ARE SEEING THIS TRAGEDY IN THE UNITED STATES AND AROUND THE WORLD CHANGED. Mm -hmm. I BELIEVE THAT WE CAN MAKE A DIFFERENCE WITH YOUR POWER. SO WE AGREE AND WE PRAY THAT IN THE MIGHTY NAME OF JESUS. AMEN. AMEN.
Awesome. Beautiful. Thank Man, you. I love you. Thank you I so much you. for doing what you're oh, doing. I'm going to stay here. I'm oh, gonna stay. You're welcome to. <laughs> you think they'll notice if I don't go back? <laughs> for those of you who haven't noticed, we're in the lodge because my uh, uh, television studio is still being repaired and, and set up. And let me also mention that I have this little USB, and we have previous interviews that I did with Melissa Oden. You know Melissa. I do, yes. And she's a real outspoken advocate for, for life. She was actually aborted. Her grandmother worked in the hospital and performed an abortion, and, and she was born alive, and the grandmother threw her in a closet, and a worker heard her crying and rescued her, and the grandmother tried to kill her, but uh, anyway, she prevailed. And so I've got the interview with Melissa on here. I've got another interview with Carrie Fisher, who was aborted through a saline abortion, where they inject you with uh, salt solution, and she was burned, and, and anyway, she didn't die. And months later, the mother realized that she uh, the abortion was unsuccessful, and she allowed Carrie to be born the second time, but she's got all kinds of uh, problems and uh, her face and uh, part of her body, she can't control it. And, and she's had a lot of problems and grew up just disfigured and a lot of rejection. And yet, man, she's full of the love of God and talking That's about the beautiful. good things. We also had an Eileen Smith whose daughter was in a relationship and got pregnant and didn't want her parents to know. And so she went to get an abortion and the doctor uh, messed up the abortion and, uh, and she died. And Eileen uh, found out about it after the fact and she prosecuted the abortion doctor for malpractice and stuff. And so we've got her testimony on there. And these are testimonies that I guarantee it will make a difference. And I encourage you to get it. Also, this little book that I've been using uh, is just full of a lot of things. It's got the scriptures that we were talking about with Elizabeth and Mary and uh, John the Baptist and uh, the Psalms 139 and Jeremiah and Paul talking about that they were separated under the gospel from their mother's womb. And it's got a lot of statistics in here about the reasons people get abortion and, and uh, less than 1% of abortions are performed on people that have been raped or some kind of a physical thing where it is threatening the life of the mother. The vast majority of all of this, it's just inconvenience and selfish reasons that they use to kill their children. And there's some great, great information in this little booklet. And so this is our free gift to you. And I encourage you, our announcer is going to give you all of the details. But Marjorie, thank you so much for doing this. It's, thank you. It's awesome. Uh, it is. I can't wait to come back. And you know, if the Lord tarries, I believe that years from now, we could have another meeting like this and we could be talking about what you've done oh. has turned the tide and that, praise God, we're on the other side of this issue. Wouldn't all that be awesome? Together. Oh, praise God. I'm looking for, let's, let's put it on the calendar right When now. that happens, I want you to come <laughs> back and we'll celebrate it Amen. and thank the people for standing right. with us and helping us get All done. right, I can't wait. That's awesome. Let's do it together. All right, so we love you and praise God. I encourage you to get these materials. And again, if you have been affected by this, and if you are feeling condemned or, or angry or whatever, please call one of our prayer ministers. They're there to help you, and they will be glad to pray with you. We love you. We aren't, we aren't mad at you. We love you, but we also love the unborn. And man, we are doing everything we can to turn this situation around. So thank you for being a part of this. Share it with somebody else. You can go to our website, and you can always see all of these 
uh, shows, and I believe it would be a real blessing to you. So God bless you. We'll see you next Monday on The Gospel Truth. In a landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortions. The majority in cases from Texas and Georgia said that the decision to end a pregnancy during the first three months belongs to the woman and her doctor, not the government. Before he found me in my mother's womb, he knew me. Before I was born, he sanctified me. We held these truths to be self-evident. That all men are the created people. They are Adam! By their creator with certain unalienable rights. That monkeys are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Remember, it's my choice. It's God's choice. It's a baby choice. It's our choice. Not yours. Choose life. Choose life. Choose life! <laughs> You're so tiny. I hope that you've enjoyed these programs with Marjorie. I tell you, it was powerful. And we are offering you some resources. On this little USB right here, we have uh, three interviews with two of the women are abortion survivors. One was a saline abortion that caused disfigurement and physical problems. The other one uh, is a woman that survived an abortion. And then we also have an interview of a woman whose daughter died during an abortion. This is gonna be a great resource for you. And then we have this as our free gift to you that has scriptures in there that we used against abortion and also a lot of statistics. So all of this will be a blessing to you. I encourage you to get these products and to share the good news about how we are coming to an end of Roe versus Wade in the United States. Today, you viewed a portion of Andrew's interview with Marjorie Dan and Felser. The interview in its entirety is available on a special Choose Life USB flash drive. Also included on this flash drive, you'll find several more interviews and testimonies relating to abortion. This Choose Life USB flash drive will be accompanied by the Observing All Things booklet that contains many statistics and scriptures with regard to abortion and other social issues. You can get these valuable resources today for a gift of just $20 or more. Also, Andrew would like to offer you the Observing All Things booklet absolutely free. Go to awmi.net to receive this free offer today. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111. If the lines are busy, remember you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a sneak peek on how your partnership with Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College is making a difference around the world. When you partner with AWM, a portion of your gift goes to help ministries like Choices Pregnancy Center, who are helping young women choose life for their unborn child by providing counseling, free testing, and parenting classes. Women like Rebecca, who after everyone around her encouraged her to get an abortion, found the strength and support she needed at Choices to choose life for her own daughter, Jalen. The counselor, she spoke life to the baby inside of me, and she spoke life 
to my parents and to Alan's parents because everybody around us was speaking death. Choices points you to the narrow road, but that narrow road offers so much hope. Today, Rebecca and her family represent the countless lives changed through your support. To watch Rebecca's full story, visit awmi.net today. Join us again next week on The Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack. You know, we've got the Super Bowl coming up in just a few weeks, and we are blessed to have JP and Dorothy Brown with us. We are going to do some special programs right before the Super Bowl, and JB, you are going to be a blessing to the people. Appreciate I'm excited to be doing that. I mean, the good Lord has blessed me for uh, the opportunity to host for the ninth time a Super Bowl. But as we all know, the Super Bowl, the real Super Bowl, is the game of Amen. life. And we want to make sure we're imparting some things that will be beneficial for the game so of life. So you need to see the real thing here <laughs> on the Gospel Truth program. God bless you. That's next week on the Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack.